Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. And this morning we're going to finish Proverbs chapter 12. So let's say a word of prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Be glorified as we study your word. Open our eyes to see more clearly the truth that you have before us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so again, I say every morning now, these verses are like little fortune cookie um, proverbial sayings, wise sayings, each verse. Some of them connect together. They do, they do have the same theme running through them, but for the most part, they're just individual little wise sayings that we can apply to our lives. And they are all, all of them are rooted in the two greatest commandments in some way or another. Um, so we're just going to go ahead here at verse 24 and take one verse at a time and work through them and we'll finish this chapter. So verse 24 says, The hand of the diligent will rule, while the slothful will be put to forced labor. Now, it's very true that the harder a person works, the more diligent they are and the harder they work, typically... Um, they will move up quicker in the workplace versus someone who's slothful, someone who's lazy, someone who doesn't put much effort into the job. Those who are diligent will be in the leadership positions. Those who are lazy will typically be given the least task, the most mean meaningless task, the lowest task, and be under the person who is a diligent worker. That's typically how it works. That's just a basic practical common sense truth and so Solomon's point here is if you want to lead if you want to be in higher positions work hard work hard make effort don't be lazy and we're gonna he's gonna give us another verse about being lazy um, down in uh, verse 27 but verse 25 says anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down but a good word makes him glad now this right here this is the second greatest commandment right here is the root of this so our job as believers especially is we're to love others because God first loved us we have the love of Christ we have the Holy Spirit in us leading and guiding and directing us to lift other people up anxiety is a terrible thing worry stress and we know this just medically I'm not a doctor but you can look this up and it is it's just well known that stress and anxiety wears on you physically it actually makes you age quicker the more you're stressed the more you're anxious the more you worry about things you you your body ages faster so anxiety can can really weigh someone down but if you have a friend who says hey it's all right don't worry about it things are going to be okay god's in control remember god has told us that he is in control and all things work together for the good to those who love him who are called according to his purpose Romans 8:28 remember that don't worry it's going to be all right you know you're going to be fine a good word will make them glad it will help ease the anxiety and that's loving other people right that's steering them back to to um, God because worry and anxiety and stress are are typically a result when you take your eyes off of the Lord and I'm guilty of that I've, I've always dealt with anxiety and stress and 
a lot of the times the reason why it does creep up is because my eyes are off the prize okay my eyes are off the prize and it's just like Peter uh, walking in water you know the story big storm Jesus comes walking out across water like nothing's happening Peter sees him eyes are on Jesus the worry and the stress leaves him he's at peace he sees God he sees all the glory in Jesus he gets out of the boat and he starts walking in water looking at Jesus then all of a sudden he gets distracted by the world takes his eyes off of Christ looks around at all the chaos and begins to get anxious and scared because of the storm around him and it's when he takes his eyes off of Jesus and anxiety then creeps in and then he begins to sink that's exactly what happens to us in life too when we take our eyes off of Christ, it's a whole lot easier for us to become very anxious and worried. And we start to worry about the things around us and the world we live in. And then we start to metaphorically sink. We begin to sink into depression, into our anxiety. We feel like we're drowning. That's what anxiety feels like. It's like you're sinking down and you can't pull yourself back to the surface. And you're drowning in all of the scary, stressful, fearful things around you. And so we need to encourage one another. We need to lift each other up. You see a brother or sister in Christ getting anxious, you help, you help them. You grab their head, again, metaphorically here, you grab their head and you point it back at Christ with whatever words you need to use, scripture, to help steer them back to looking at Jesus and finding peace and comfort in him. Okay. Uh, verse 26, which the, verse 26 goes right along with verse 25 here. One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So the world and the media and everything we have, um, the internet, you know, not all things are bad on the internet, but a lot of the world is telling your neighbor, our neighbors, and us um, that there's a different way to joy and peace and that's by embracing the world and the material things and creation like paul says in romans 1 uh, sin is when people chose to worship the creation rather than the creator and that's what the world's telling us you, you need to worship the creation just ignore the creator there is no creator just ignore it worship the creation that's going to bring you joy but that's not true a righteous person i want to remind you again According to Solomon, according to the Bible, when, you, when it says a righteous person, one who is righteous, this is a person who does what Proverbs 1-7 says. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Okay, Fearing the Lord is respect for God. It means respect. It means you look to God that he is real, he is there, he is in authority, and you are surrendered to him. That is the righteous person. They are the ones who surrender to God's purpose and plan and direction and, and believe what he says is true and follow him. That includes the gospel and everything. That is a righteous person. So a righteous person should be guiding their neighbor to see the glory of God in Jesus and to have the fear of the Lord themselves. They should be an example of that for their neighbor. If they are, then they're not going to lead them astray. They're not leading them astray. Not only that, but one who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor. Now let's look back up at verse 25 here. A good word makes him glad. If you got someone, a friend, a brother, sister in Christ, a neighbor who's got anxiety and stress, and they're looking at the world, and they're letting it distract them too much, you know that's you. It happens. 
You're watching all them news channels, all the negativity on the news about how the world's terrible at this, and this has happened, and this is terrible, and this is terrible, and it's like everything's crashing down. Listen, that's always been that way. There's sin in the world. It's not like sin came into the world just five years ago. Sin has always been in the world. There's always been devastating things, okay? And the end times, it may seem like it. We don't know when they're coming, okay? They're going to come when God wants them to come, all right? And it's probably not going to be um, when there's a lot of terrible things happening in the world. The Bible tells us that it's gonna, he's going to come to rapture us like a thief in the night. You don't know a thief's coming. Okay, and when a thief comes in, breaks and steals stuff, you don't know they're coming. It's going to happen on a very peaceful, calm night when you're asleep and you feel safe at home. That's when the thief's coming. Okay, and that's the way Jesus is coming to take us. It's going to happen at a peaceful time, not at a crazy, chaotic time. We're not going to expect it. Okay, so things happen in this world. It's going to make us anxious, but we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. And the one who is righteous will guide his neighbor to do that to steer him back to focusing on the Lord. And that's what we got to do for each other. Hey, don't get all worked up over that political stuff and everything you're seeing on the news. Don't get all stressed out about that. Listen, focus on the Lord. That's what matters, your relationship with God, and help others to see the glory of God through Jesus, okay? Because one day this, this world's over. Don't worry about it. It's going to end one day. Do your best to honor God where you are now, and don't worry about things. Verse 27 kind of links back up with verse 24. Whoever is slothful will not roast his game, but the diligent man will get precious wealth. Now, this verse, it's very straightforward. Solomon is trying to give us a, an image, okay, of laziness. Pretty much this slothful person is so lazy that whatever animal he caught to eat for dinner that evening, he wouldn't even cook it. Like he was so lazy he didn't even cook the, the game that he had caught or, or, or um, killed or whatever, you know, however he was hunting it. So he's lazy, all right? But the diligent man will get precious wealth. Obviously, when you work hard, it's, you're going to gain more, okay? And this is true just in the material world that we live in, right? The harder you work, the more, more effort you put forth, the more you're going to gain. But even in a spiritual sense, this is true, okay? That if you are working harder in your relationship with the Lord, you're going to gain more treasure. Listen, growing in a relationship with God is, is akin to being like a gold miner, okay? You're panning for gold. You're panning for precious gems, all right? You're in a mine. You're digging with a pick. You're, you're down by the, by the um, creek bed, and you got a pan, and you're panning for gold or whatever, you're working hard, diligently, continuing, and the more you, you get rid of the grime and stuff off of your vision and out of your mind as you're panning for this gold, the more truth, little nuggets of wisdom are going to pop up, and you're going to see God more clearly, which is what we're doing going through Proverbs here, and you're going to understand Him better, and you're going to gain these, these precious gems of truth and understanding that are going to change the way you view the world. And, the, and, and strengthen your relationship with God. And so be diligent and you will gain precious wealth, speaking in a spiritual sense. And then verse 28 finishes out this chapter. It says, In the path of righteousness is life, and in its pathway there is no death. Okay, this, this one points us at the gospel. Okay, and this is all about loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
<clears throat> Again, righteousness means that you is a person who has surrendered to the Lord, who has come to God, who believes in him, who has accepted Christ, who has the fear of the Lord in their heart. That is a righteous person. That leads to life. Now, the life here it's talking about is not just a long life on earth. Because when you do right things, okay, in a, in a very materialistic thinking, it applies too, right? People who do right things in the world, good things, they generally are going to have a longer life because you're taking less risk on your own physical life. But more so here, what this verse is talking about is in a spiritual sense. When you surrender to the Lord and you are a righteous person, you have eternal life. You have a relationship with God that lasts for all eternity. Whereas a person who rejects the fear of the Lord and rejects loving God, they are separated from God. The whole idea of being connected with God is akin to living. And not being connected to God, not accepting Christ, not, not bridging that gap and coming back to God and knowing him is akin to death. Everything hinges on knowing God. Eternal life or eternal death, okay? Separation from God or connection to God. And so in the path of righteousness, which is the fear of the Lord and loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, is eternal life. And there is no death. There is no death. Rejecting him, that's all there is, is death, okay? So this right here, this is pretty much a, a brief gospel message in Proverbs before Jesus ever came. Okay, so good stuff. We'll be hitting um, uh, Proverbs 13, starting in that on Monday, um, possibly. I may not do one Monday, given that is July 4th. So either way, we'll be starting back next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Remember, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He's working for you, not against you. Trust him. Don't worry. God is in control. Have a blessed day. I'll see you again next week. Bye.